Welcome to Sermons from Bailey Road. You are about to hear a sermon given at Bailey Road Baptist Church. Bailey Road is a small Bible-believing church located in North Jackson, Ohio, and is pastored by Pastor Aaron Smith. We are dedicated to serving the Lord through our people and through our teaching. We hope you are enlightened by today's message, and again, welcome to Bailey Road Baptist Church. Now that we know that we can break through barriers, it's time to transition into a phase that is of a little difference. And that is the phase of actually moving forward by faith. Now, I'm going to warn you, this is probably the scariest part of faith. That's the time where we're actually moving forward. Going through the barriers, breaking through, finding a way to put one foot in front of another. How many of you are scared already? couple of you, all right, good. Those of you that just want to raise your hand. Some of you say, well, I don't know what to be scared of yet. Well, you will, because we're going to move forward this morning, okay? Now, I say move forward, but we're still here in Ephesians chapter 4. So I'm going to read this to you, starting in verse 11. We're going to read down through verse number 16. The Scripture says this, And he gave some apostles and some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, the work of the ministry, the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of faith, of all knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But, speaking the truth in love, may grow up into Him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working and the measure of every part maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Now, I want you to notice there in the very first part of verse number 16, where the Scripture says, From whom the whole body fitly joined together. So we have the whole body together. So as we talk about moving forward and breaking through the barriers and then moving forward, we're going to kind of transition here a little bit this morning as we talk about breaking through the barriers together. Together. I say that to say that there is not one person in this room that has to move forward alone. Isn't that something? We get to do this together. Now, you may have individual barriers that you have to get past. Listen to me. You do not have to do it alone. Amen? Don't have to do it alone. Now, as a church, and this is what I'm speaking to this morning, as a church, we may have some barriers that we have to go through in order to move forward, but we're going to do it together. As a whole body, as a collective group, 
And the scripture here is giving us some things that allows us to be able to do that together. So in this message this morning, as we kind of transition into moving forward together, I'm going to reference some of these things that we've already talked about and try to get us to a place where we can move forward together. Amen? So you've got to pay very close attention. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time here, but enough time to be able that everyone's going to know where we're going and how we're going to get there. And you may not fully understand how we're going to get there, but here's what you need to know. We're going to get there together. Amen? Amen. You sound very excited. That's very helpful. And so we're going to pray this morning, and we're going to move forward together. Amen? That's better. Very good. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, God, I'm so excited about what you are doing here at Bailey Road Baptist Church. And God, I pray this morning that this would not be uh, our plans, that this would not be one individual's plans, but God, I ask you this morning that the plans that have been laid out and that will be, would be something that you have ordered, something that you desire to see within our midst something that you desire to see this church use to reach people for the cause of Christ, no matter the age. Father, I ask this morning that you would give not just the will, but a desire to see our church moved through the barriers that we might see souls won for you, that we might see lives discipled for you, that we might see lives changed for You. God, that You might give fruit to the account of this church. That we might return the honor and glory that's due Your holy name. God, that we would do the work of ministry for You. Help us in this. We pray to You. Jesus' name, amen and amen. Now within this, as we plan to move forward, I believe that would be best, what honors and glorifies God with what we do here as a church, we have to plan again to be moved forward together. It's the first point. If we're going to move forward, we must Move forward together. That is, the church needs to be united. Now, in verse number 11, the Bible says, He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. And we see that, and we'll have all of these gifts at some point in time come through the ministry of Bailey Road Baptist Church. They'll stand in the pulpit and they'll teach and they'll preach and uh, they'll excite and, and they will cause something in your life. But what it should cause in all of us is in verse number 12 where the Bible says, for the perfecting of the saints. Now this idea of this word perfecting simply means a maturing, a growing, a, 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 a opportunity that we have to grow. But in that, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. The work of the ministry. We have a work to do. We have a job to do. 
I'm a firm believer that within a local church like this, that God would desire every member serving somewhere. Every member serving somewhere. Doing something. There's not a child too young, and there's not an adult too old to serve somewhere. If you have breath in your body, you can do something for God. I believe that. And as a church, collectively, we're talking about individuals doing something, but collectively as a church, we have a work of ministry that God has given us to do. Then he says, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Now this idea of edifying and the work of the ministry for the perfecting of the saints, he goes on in verse number 13 as he says, till we all come in the unity of the faith. Now this is the idea that we get that this is together. Now again, we have individuals. We have individual roles within the church. We have individual ministries within the church. But we all are here for the perfecting, the maturing, the work, and the edifying of the body of Christ. That idea of edifying means to build up. Do you realize how easy it is to tear something down? Now, we can be pretty good at that, can't we? I remember, I may have told this story before, but I'll tell it again just for illustration purposes. But uh, I, I had a, a friend of mine when I was in high school. His name was Dave. His name still is Dave, as a matter of fact. He hasn't changed it, but uh, his name's Dave. His name's Dave Bowles. And Dave was a young Christian, new Christian, and just had a great desire to come in and serve. He was about 10 years older than me, but he volunteered and worked in the teen ministry within the teens. And uh, I remember one day, I was about 15 years old, and he came to me, he said, Aaron, he, he said, I, I need some help at my house. And he said, I, I'm trying to improve my house, and I want to tear out the old uh, plaster walls and put drywall in but I, I need some help tearing out the plaster. And so he said, I'll pay you $5 an hour if you and Stephen Arnold will come and help me do this. And so we thought, well, okay, sure. We wanted $5 an hour. We didn't have a job. And so uh, we went over to Dave's house, and he showed us how to do it. He handed us a sledgehammer, and he said, this is how you do it. And he said, you, you tear it out. He said, you hit the wall here. And, uh, and so we thought, okay, that's easy enough. And so I grabbed a sledgehammer on one side, and Stephen grabbed a sledgehammer on the other side, and we just went to town destroying the living room. I mean, plaster flying everywhere. Everywhere. We finished in about 20 minutes. We, we had so much fun. Now, I looked at Stephen, and I'm like, bro, that's only like $3. And he goes, yeah, I know. And then Dave said, he comes back, and he's like, okay, now you got to clean it up. Hours and $5 after $5 later. Five-gallon bucket at a time. We carried plaster outside and dumped it. Went back inside and got another five-gallon bucket. You know, destroying it was very easy. Cleaning it up, not so much. Hanging new drywall up, not so much. It was time-consuming. It took time. What took 20 minutes to destroy took days to finish. You know, it's not much different in life, is it? What can take sometimes minutes to destroy or tear down sometimes takes years to build back up. 
But you know, God desires that for us. That if we're going to move forward, we need help. We're going to do this together. But till we all come in the unity of the faith. I want to point that out to you because the unity is important. But can I tell you, the faith is important as well. Faith, of course, is described to us in Scripture as the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we have no idea where this faith is going to go and where this next step may lead. But with God's help, we're going to go there together. In the unity of faith. You say, Pastor, where are we going? I don't know. But I know God is leading. I mean, I have a pretty good idea, but how's it going to end up? I don't know. I would love to tell you that every idea I've ever had for God was, went great, but it hasn't. See, some ideas I have, they're mine. Just plain and simple. I'm simply a man, just like some of you. Some of you are ladies. I'm not. But sometimes we just have to take that step to say, all right, everybody on board? All right, let's go. I think back to the children of Israel standing at the Red Sea. God said, you're leaving Egypt. God told Moses, go tell Pharaoh, let my children go. Eventually he did, and they left. And Pharaoh and his army pursued after them. When they got to the Red Sea, they couldn't go any further. There was a barrier in their way. The people looked at Moses. They said, what now? Did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? And Moses said, I didn't do it. The people looked at Moses, and Moses looked at God and said, What now? God said, you remember that rod? Hold it up at the sea. Okay. You saw this. Moses said, y'all go. Where'd they go? Forward. Where were they going? They had no idea. They were just running away. You realize that? Do you realize what motivated the children of Israel was not what was necessarily in front of them, but simply what was behind them? Where were they going? They had no idea. But each one of them together took a step of faith with every step they took. Oh yeah, it was tiresome too. Moses needed help holding that rod up. He got it. Something. They did together. As we move forward, we must move forward together. We must be unified. We must be matured. And notice, as it says, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. You know what? is so great to me about faith is God does not always keep faith as faith. You see, sometimes faith becomes sight. 
Again, when we come up to that barrier and we break through and we take that first step, we take that step by faith, but then God brings us to a knowledge of His Son and a knowledge of Him that allows us next time not just to move by faith, but to move knowing that God will go before us and that God is directing these steps. He says, till we all come in the unity of faith, it's time to move forward and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Notice this, verse 14, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and the cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. He says, don't be children. We're going to move forward together. We've got to move forward together as we grow and mature as believers. But we move forward. We move forward. Now there's going to be a time where we have no idea where we're going. I've told this before as well. When our kids were younger, and sometimes we still do this a little bit, we've, we've learned a little bit as parents, but uh, we would get in the car and we'd tell the kids, where are we going? They'd want to know, where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? Well, it doesn't matter where are we going. And then they try to guess, oh, we're not going to Walmart, are we? No, we're not going to Walmart. And then they try to guess again, where are we going? Well, they had faith, but no, they didn't have faith. They had parents that put them in the car and carried them. Now we just tell them, hey, this is where we're going. Do you want to go? I don't want to go. Now look, I understand as a church, we're going to go places that you may not want to go. It happens sometimes, doesn't it? It happens. But sometimes it's where we need to go. And I'm convinced this morning that if we'll do this in unity, we do this in planning to move forward, and we do this in growing in Christ, we grow as believers, and it's not going to be about, well, I don't want to go. Well, I don't want to do that. It's about, well, that's what we need to do. You see the difference? It's not always about what I want to do, it's about what we need to do. That's part of maturing. Look, I rarely, honestly, I rarely want to go to Walmart. Now, there are other stores that I want to go to. I tried to get Rachel to go into a motorcycle store the other day. She said, you don't need one of those. And I said, oh, you're right. I wanted to go in there, though. But instead, we went into Walmart. I didn't want to go in there. She asked me all the time, will you take me to Walmart? And I said, I'll take you as long as I don't have to go in. Sometimes she says, okay, and then sometimes she says, no, you're going in. I don't want to. No, we need to. So there may be times where we want to, and there may be times that we need to. And you know what? Here's the great thing. There are going to be times when we need to that we want to. Follow what I'm saying? 
there are going to be times where we need to, and we know we need to, but we also want to. To me, those are great times. Because that's unity. It's unity. But we go together. We go together, and we've got to move forward. But we have to grow. Then he says in verse number 15, speaking the truth in love. And they grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. You know, there's a way to speak the truth in love that is not offensive. And there's a way to speak the truth that is extremely offensive. Anybody know that? I mean, look, somebody could have the worst oniony breath in the world. And there is a way to tell someone that. And it's not, good night, your breath stinks. What did you eat that died inside of you? That's offensive. I don't care who you are, that's offensive. Especially if you don't know the person. But there is a way to speak the truth in love. Now, now look, how many of you know, it's hard, even your most loved one, to tell them, your breath kind of stinks. It's hard, but it needs to be spoken. Some of your loved ones are glad that there's a mask mandate. Because we don't have to tell each other that anymore. Now, once that ends and your loved one says, hey, will you put your mask back on? Uh, that may tell you, hey, you might need to do something there. But no, there's a way to speak the truth in love without being offensive. And I will tell you, look, I, I'm easy. I, I know I can offend. I'm probably pretty good at it, unfortunately. But learning to speak the truth in love, it's not as easy. But when we grow, notice this, Speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. When we learn to speak the truth in love, we're doing it the way Christ did. You see, as we do that, it says, from whom the whole body fitly joined together, compacted, by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working and the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. We're to be moving forward. We're to be moving forward together in unity, in maturity, because it's our role as a church to help one another grow in Christ. That's why we have more than one service. That's why we meet on Sunday mornings and Sunday nights and Wednesday nights. It's why we have more than one area where people can minister and serve. I'm a firm believer that people grow faster when they're serving. I've seen it. You just tend to grow faster when you're serving somewhere. So it's time to move forward. It's time to move forward together. 
It's time to move forward with ministry. Now, in order to move forward with ministry, we have to break through some barriers. All the barriers that we've talked about leading up to this. We're going to have to move past the barrier of fear. Break through that. We're going to have to break through the barrier of past failures. Look, can we not, we, we just, look, we just have to remove the pride from our life to say, okay, yes, I failed. We've got to break through that. We've got to break through the past unfairnesses. We've got to break through the hard feelings. We have to break through the falsehoods. We have to break through the fatigue. The current fatigue, should I say. We have to break through any unforgiveness that would be standing in our way. You see, in order to move forward with ministry, we have to move forward. Now, here's the deal. All we've done up to this point is talk about it. Now we have to move forward. You see, if I say I know I'm supposed to be back at the sound booth, but I'm up here, How do I get there? Now look, we know as people, what's the quickest way between two points? Straight line. But you know what we do as people? We say, okay, that's where I'm going. So let's go. And then we take a left. Oh, it's so hard. Man, you're in my way. Pardon me. No, no, don't move. Don't move. You're a barrier. Oh, that was awkward. Sorry about that. So we come through. Now, hey, I'm closer, am I not? We do this in life. We say, I know where I want to go. Then we take left turns and right turns and cross over things that we don't have to cross over. It is a clear path to the sound booth. I can even see Brother John more clearly now. As we move back, and we keep coming back, I don't get to see you all very often. I'm so glad uh, to actually be able to see you. Even with my glasses on, I can't see you very well. But now here I am, and I'm back here. What's up, Brother John? Woo! I made it. But if all I did was talk about it, I never would get there. I'd never get there. Now I'm supposed to be back at the front. It's one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other, and man, you know what? Here I am, and I'm back. If all we do is talk about it, we're never going to get there. Now, in January, I made a visit. 
Rachel and I began to pray. Okay, Lord, what would you have for us? We came back in February. We talked a little while with y'all. One of the questions we asked, and what you asked, was where do we want to go? What do we want to do? What do we want to see? What were some of those things we talked about? Anybody remember? This is time for classroom participation. What's that? Growth? Growth? Want to see some growth? Be a light in the community? Want to see that? Anything else more specific? Reach out to the lost? Okay. Weren't here yet, but... Want to move forward. Next step. Yeah. A week from now. Yeah. Amen. So we have a goal. Anybody else have anything? This is good. It's not good for the live stream, but it's good for us in here. Where else, where else did you say you wanted to go? Smell? Have a choir back. We can't do that because we can't get within six feet of each other. So it's coming. As soon as we get the all clear to be together, Miss Mel. Children's program, bus ministry. What? Revival. That's coming. At least a message on it. I'll tell you how we can do it. But whether we do it or not, it's up to you. Children's ministry. Bus ministry. Everything that we've said, growth, reaching out, reaching the lost. Just quick, Paul, I did this in Sunday school this morning, my Sunday school class, but I just want to see, how many of you got saved? You trusted Christ as your Savior before the age of 12? Raise your hand, nice and high, nice and high, nice and high, because I want to check this out. I want you to see, raise your hand, nice and high, Abby. Nice and high, because they can't see your hands. All up in the front, raise your hand, nice and high. I want you to look around. Everybody, look around real quick. Keep your hands up. Look around. Do you see this is the majority? The majority. Now, if you got saved before, between the age of 12 to 20, raise your hand. 12 to 20. For the rest of you that got saved before 12, raise your hand. Keep them up. Keep them up. Before 12. So before 20, raise your hand. That's even a bigger majority. Bigger majority. All right, you can put your hands down. How many of you got saved after 20? Raise your hand. Great. Here's what I'm illustrating. One, anybody can get saved. Anybody can get saved. God will save anybody right where they're at. Right where they're at. But did you notice those that said, I got saved before 12? That is why, ladies and gentlemen, children's ministry is so important. So, so important. 
We've been praying. What's the next step? Where do we go as a church? Now look, anywhere we go, we go together. We go together. But I think the next step for Bailey Road Baptist Church must be children's ministry. We can do this, but we need your help. We have plans. We want to see this. But look, we can talk about it, or we can do it. We can talk about it or we can do it. I'm for doing it. Now, you say, what about coronavirus? Anyone that is afraid of coronavirus won't come in the beginning. And that's okay. Okay? But there are still some that want to come. Everybody with me? September. How many weeks is that? Six weeks? Seven weeks? The middle of September? We'd like to see a children's ministry. Say, how many kids are you going to have? A hundred? I don't know. We might have three. We've got to start somewhere. We might have five. We might have 20. Hey, look. We have to reach people. Anybody ever realize that children have parents? And they have grandparents. And they have people attached to them. We've got to reach. Listen, I I talked several Wednesday nights ago. And I was doing some research for a sermon, and I wanted to see how many, well, I already knew the answer, but I, want, I was looking to see how many genders the world says there is. 67, by the way, in case you didn't know. Now, some of you are looking at me like, what? There's only two. I know this. Remember, I said what the world thinks there is, or says there is 67 different genders. God said there was two, and there's two. Amen. But do you know where I found the majority of the information? It was on a website that was geared, geared and directed starting at age 12. That was their target audience, beginning at age 12. Listen, the gospel is life-changing. We already know it's life-changing, especially for children. We have to reach them. The world's going to. We have to do our part. We have to do everything that we can together. We're not going to just talk about it. We can't just talk about it. 
If we just talk about it, we're never going to get there. We've got to do it together. We need people to teach. We need people to listen to Bible verses. I need people to, I need people, listen. You say, well, I can't do any of that. We need people that'll simply bring cookies. Norm, can you bring cookies? Amen. Will he eat them? No. But you know what? If I ask Norm, hey, Norm, would you teach a four-year-old class? No, but I'll bring some cookies. We need people that'll simply bring a case of Capri Sun. Say, well, I can't do that. I don't have a lot of money. We need people to listen to Bible verses. Listen, if you can hear, anybody can do that. And read. You got to read and hear. Anybody can do that. It's going to take everybody together. Now, I know we've got some barriers to get past. But we're going to get past them together. We've got to promote this thing. Hey, listen, let me just give you a real quick social media thing. How many of you are on social media? Raise your hand, raise your hand, raise your hand. You're on social media. Okay. If you see something from Bailey Road Baptist Church, because we're going to put some stuff out there, you need to do three things. Because this helps get the word out. First, you have to like it. You say, well, what if I don't like it? Like it anyway. We're going to like this thing together, okay? You have to like it. And then two spots over from the little ding button is a little word that says share. You have to share it. There's going to be, listen, there's going to be a process here within whatever you see is going to be a tab to hit that's going to take you to a web page. Okay? So you have to like it, share it. Well, do it in this order. Click it, like it, share it. Here's what happens when we do that. More people see it. Amen? So those of you say, well, I, I don't get off work in time, or I don't do this in time. I, I, if you can click, like, and share, you've done a part. We're going to move forward. This is step one. How many of you, how many of you like missions? How many of you know nothing about missions? Okay, good. You should. We haven't done our part to help you know about missions. In October, we're going to have a worldwide missions conference. It'll help you understand missions a little bit more. You see, we've got to move forward. This is just right now talking about it. You've got to move forward. That's what I intend to do. And if I remember correctly, when we met in February, you asked me to come to lead in this. We can't talk about it. We have to do it. If you want to be a part of this in any way, I've given you just a few things of what needs done. We're going to be working over the next six weeks, starting this Wednesday. 
working on putting curriculum together, putting just the advertising together. How are we going to let people know we're doing this? Putting all of this stuff together to start in the middle of September. In, in that time, we should have hundreds of boxes of Capri Suns that will last for a while. And cookies. You can bring them in every week. Every time you go to Walmart, pick up a box of Capri Suns and bring it to church. Because I don't want to go to Walmart. That'll make you want to go to Walmart. Bring a package of cookies. Bring some Capri Suns. Bring high C, whatever. If you find it on sale, let us know. We'll go buy some. It's doing our part together. When you see the things come up on your social media, click it, like it, share it. You say, I love listening to Bible verses. Come listen to some Bible verses. You say, I want to teach. Come teach. Again, you say, what are we starting with? I have no idea. So I don't have anybody in my class today. Teach somebody. Here's the program. Here's the thought. Wednesday, from 6 to 6.45, we'll have an adult Bible study and prayer. 6.45 to 8 o'clock, we'll have children's oh, and teen ministry, by the way. I think we ought to reach from the nursery to the nursing home. And all in between. But we have to move forward. In order to do that, we have to move forward. We have to move forward together. So I don't want to get in the car. Let's go. So I don't want to go. Well, I just stopped preaching that. We're going anyhow. Listen, there comes a there comes an age where it's appropriate to leave a child that doesn't want to go at home. That's when I go get ice cream. You don't want to go? We were going to Walmart and ice cream, but I didn't tell you about the ice cream part. You missed out. Because I don't want to go. You're going to miss out on ice cream. Just say it. Spiritual ice cream. Much better than physical. Amen? Who's ready to do this together? Let's do this. Let's stand. Stand together. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Let me just tell you, I've got to get past this fear barrier. Because I have no idea what to expect. But if you're with me, it really doesn't matter, does it? Because I can tell you this, I'm not going to do it alone. We've got to do it together. Brother Mike Mullins and I talked about this, and I'm closing. And I said, yeah, probably next year. This is a year early for me in what I plan. But as I started seeing why would we wait a year to reach a child? Can I just remind you, 
children you die the same as adults. I hate the fact that we're going to wait six more weeks. We got to have a plan. We got to know what we're doing. And so, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to do it together.